ants. They're organised, industrious and hungry. But in the undergrowth, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Empires of the Undergrowth is a fast-paced ant colony management game developed by Slug Disco Studios. Underground, you build your nest, construct tunnels and store food. On the surface, your ants claim territory, gather resources and clash with other colonies. Head to thenakedscientist.com forward slash empires game for more. Hello, just before the podcast starts, uh, this came up in our discussion a bit later on. Not a male in... elf with a big package. So why wouldn't you carry on listening? Chris. I mean, he's <laughs> Echo! Do it again. Echo! What film's that from? I don't know. Just talk quieter. Talk, talk really close in to like this. Let me, just, let me just paint the picture here, guys. Yeah, but paint it in a less echoey way. No, hang on. We're <laughs> sitting on a tiled floor covered Ooh, in dust. Tiles? <laughs> no, they're coming up. They're hard to clean. Yeah. In our new living room. And we've because a- we've moved. So it's been a little while since our last episode because we moved house. And also, I've had massive surgery on my nose, <laughs> which I intended to have, but it's fine. Do you think I sound a lot better? Mm. Don't pause for too long again. Don't say better. Just what? say more the same. Of the, more of the same. You haven't stopped snoring yet, so no. When did when did the doctor say you'll stop you'll stop snoring? <laughs> I'll phone them up. You keep saying, "Oh, he said uh, between two to three weeks." No, he said four no, to six weeks. Between four to six weeks, and that'll be between eight to twenty weeks. <laughs> Next year, perhaps. Anyway, do we have a podcast? I think we to can record. Do, I think we can do it. Let's do this. It's the Naked Gaming Podcast. There's Lee Milner. Hiya. And I'm Chris Barrow, sitting on the floor in the dust. This, this is this is a low point. What sort of? <laughs> What sort of game does this remind you of? Something like post-apocalyptic, like the walls are crumbling. We've had someone smash the, the back through. It doesn't sound wrong. It's fine. To say. No, they put in a double French thingy instead of a normal door. The French doors, yeah. But we were going to play a house-moving simulator game, but then having... Oh, a- we don't need it. We don't need it. Having actually moved house, nope. I can't actually face the thought of even going near a game which simulates moving house. So I've got it on my phone, but we ain't going to play it. Because no. It's just the thought of that. It's the is... real thing. It's hard enough. <laughs> Enough's enough. Uh, but we have had loads of your messages uh, in through for the last few weeks, just keeping us company. So we appreciate that. Um, one of the messages that really caught my eye that I thought we could do like a discussion podcast around is the fact that games companies keep re-releasing the same game, but with slightly better graphics. So in recent times, Pluto, actually, who's been on the podcast before, said, is it okay for companies to keep repackaging the same game every few years. This is because a company called Bethesda have announced that they're doing a 10th anniversary re-release of Skyrim uh, for the Xbox and the PS5. Now, Skyrim is only 10 years old. Mm -hmm. It's not... It doesn't really... It doesn't need it. It doesn't really need it, But when you've got things like Crash Bandicoot... But that's a new game, though. But then they did re-release the first three. Yeah, exactly. That's the question that we're going to tackle, first of all. And I'll give you a few other examples. Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which they released not so long ago, which we reviewed, and I love it. Oh, yeah. But also, your favourite game, Little Nightmares 2. Yes. They've just announced an enhanced edition no, of they, it. No, they haven't. They, they seriously oh, really? have. They have for the PlayStation 5. Now, I get an enhanced edition because it's a better one, but it's still... I'm well, going to say something really controversial now. Right. I don't think that they should release a new version 
because it's a bit too soon. It's only How, just wait, come out. But, but, there's a, but there's a but, right? The PlayStation 5 has just been launched. I know, and this is the problem. And you know that it's so much better on the PS5. So actually, I'm kind of intrigued to see what the new one's like. But this, the problem now is that when they release a game, you've then got to buy the upgraded version, and then you've got to then buy an anniversary edition 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, and then they'll re-release it for another platform. It's got to end at some point. If you've bought the original, say, my favourite game, Little Nightmares, right? Could companies say, right, for an extra fiver, you can upgrade? Rather than pay... Perfect example. Rather than pay, you know, again. That's the perfect example, because if you bought it on PlayStation 4, you can upgrade to PlayStation 5 for free. Great. But if you bought it on the Switch, like we did, you can't then get a free upgrade for the PS5. I think there'll be a massive difference from the Switch to the PlayStation 5. So can you buy it for me, please? (laughs) But then when you review a game, so we've reviewed that game, but then there's going to be an enhanced edition. So we're going to review it again and to see how much better it is. We'll do a mini review. A little review for Little Nightmares 2. I like that. Let us know what you think about it. There's been loads of comments about this online. Someone's just said, absolutely, I love remastered games. (laughs) I live for remastered games. It is fine by me. I only buy remastered games. Well, but on the other hand, so I would normally come down on the side of absolutely not once the game is out, unless it's like like 20 years, not 10 years. But like my example with Little Nightmares... Yeah. From the you know from the Switch to the PS5, I aren't you intrigued to see the difference? I am, but the one that's uh, causing me this is the sort of more contentious one, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. <laughs> Bless you. The dust is. The dust is. <laughs> the dust is fierce. And now I can breathe it in through my nose. All all the better. <laughs> How aggressive. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima is getting a director's cut. Now that game only came out just over a year ago. Uh, a director's cut it, it's just slightly different in a few ways like do we need a director's it's like films that have a director's cut it usually only happens if the fans are clamoring you know well, we, the director would have had a better vision people already love ghost of tsushima are you implying that this could be a money making scheme well they but, but then they're releasing like downloadable content as well as a director's cut you don't need Maybe it's just greed. Don't need it all. We've just had a pandemic, man. Haven't you like got enough money from us? Isn't it? Do you think it's just easier to re-release an old game than make a new one? Because you've got look, the thing is you've got a, a ready and willing fan base. Like like Mass Effect Legendary, which is massively against what I've just said. I'm loving it. I'm playing it the, on the PlayStation Five. It runs the quickest it's ever run. There's no loading time at all. I'm addicted to it, and I've already played it. I've played the three games. I've done it all already before. Just one last thing on this. If you're new to buying a PS5, it gives you the option then of just buying the remastered version. Did you think of that? I did think of that, and that's why I'm so annoyed, because the best situation would be to be a new gamer yeah. today. Because yeah. you can come in and just buy the remastered versions of all the games you've never played. So mm. I, I do get it, but for people who have been gaming all their life, yeah, to have to keep buying it every few years, I don't know. If I, I know you can obviously just not buy it, but I'd rather they spend that. I rather they spend that energy. <laughs> but we can't. No, they they need to spend that energy making new games rather than spending all that time re-releasing the same one again. Stop kidding around, Snake. Snake. There was such an interesting article online the other day about character creation kits. You're doing your makeup. I'm just going to reveal this. Sorry. Over. Okay. 
You're doing your makeup sitting in the dust. Well, I'm How just, do you feel? I'm trying to multitask because we've got to take the rabbit to the vets in about half an hour. Yeah. It's all right. Lean into the mic. Crack on. <laughs> Crack on, love. I'm listening. Okay. There was an article about uh, character creation uh, in games. So, for example, in Mass Effect, which we've talked about already, you can choose to play as a man or a woman or you can choose to have a different hairstyle. Uh, in Cyberpunk 2077, you could choose the size of your... Uh, gentleman's area that was one of the customizable options genuinely I smudged my mascara. you could do small medium and large <laughs> you could it was it was an interesting thing and then obviously nowadays character creation is getting you know you can be an elf you can be an orc you can be a, a male elf a, 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 not a male in... elf with a big package exactly but there's there's your teaser there <laughs> we'll just put that at the front of the show <laughs> just start the show a male elf with a big package jingle I'm actually going to do that. So everyone, if you heard it, that's why. But the point is, uh, a really interesting article by Riley Constantine uh, was written online, which I was reading through. And for Riley, I think it helped her realise a few things about herself growing up. Many years ago, when we were younger, it was um, a bit more difficult to talk about those sort of things. So that's one way of kind of expressing how she feels um and i've always said you know gaming is a is a great platform for that they're actually much more complicated as well the, the actual systems of because character creation before there's no you couldn't do anything i mean it was pretty standard a hairstyle change is the max that you could handle <laughs> anyway i've been catching up with riley uh, to talk about this using myself as an example i always did have feelings where i wished i was a girl but i never really knew how to verbalize that and one of the things that video games did was when it gives you the option to be, you know, for me to play as a woman, it was, uh, it was always tempting. Like it, would, it had a certain allure, but because I kind of grew up in this quasi-religious conservative household, uh, I always, whenever I tried to create a female character, I always felt kind of ashamed because I was afraid of what that would say about me. And then I would then delete that character and play as a male character. Like mm. uh, I would play as masculine Shepherd just because I f- would felt ashamed to play as Femme Shep in Mass Effect. Was that a sort of expectation? You you sort of felt like I, you, you didn't want to be seen to be, you know, identifying not in what was the, the predetermined thing for you? Uh, absolutely. Like I just, you know, I... I had this certain feeling that I was supposed to be some way, but then I was something else entirely. Mm. Like, it it was hard. Character creation now is getting so amazingly involved. Like, I was playing um, Cyberpunk, and the character creation in that is... I mean, I was slightly surprised when it offered you the customizable option of how big would you like your penis to be. I was a bit like, is this, surely you should fix some of the bugs in the game before you go for this kind of level of customization? But on the other hand, you know, it, it, was, it was interesting because I was sort of having an argument with myself, like, mm-hmm. well, you don't want to go to the top of the scale because that's, that's just ridiculous. But like, it, it, do you know what I mean? Like, they give you yeah. all of these options and it, it sort of makes you think about things that you never, ever would have thought about before. <laughs> yeah, it, I think Cyberpunk, with all of its flaws, is a good example of a character creator that just gives you, like an awesome amount of options that kind of makes you think about 
the cross section of gaming and identity just just because of how many different ways you can create your character. It kind of reminds me of Saints Row a bit because Saint, the Saints Row games had an awesome character creator as well. Though I think there's a bit of a difference because Cyberpunk is a much more serious game, bugs aside, and uh, Saints Row is uh, like the silliest version of Grand Theft Auto possible. I just wanted to, to just finally ask about the uh, hopes that you had for the article because it, I mean, you certainly made me think about character customization creation, which was so you know such an interesting points that you raised. I also liked the fact that you talked about people being eggs and hatching. An egg in transgender discourse or transgender slang is some like a trans person who either doesn't really realize they're trans or like a or a trans person that is slowly discovering they're trans and when they're hatch internally they know that they're trans. There's some internal community comedy about how eggs can be quite dense too, just because it's like there's all these obvious signs and they keep and we keep I mean I, I was guilty of this too and we were guilty of uh, <laughs> you know just being like well I have all of these trans feelings but that doesn't mean I'm trans <laughs> uh, and then when they hatch that for trans women they become a chick so it's cutesy thanks to Riley Constantine for talking to us on the podcast uh, and that article is available online if you just search it out just look for Riley Constantine it's the Naked Gaming Pod with me, Chris Barrow, and Lee Milner, who's st- you're still doing your makeup. I've nearly finished. Look, when, when you're really tired, it just it takes, it takes longer. You have to really paint your face on, do you? I mean, second layer, third layer. Well, Hang on, have we still got some of those trowels laying anyway? Trowels? What, you mean the filler stuff for the wall? I've actually, I've got that metal filler. Do you want me to go get that, that scraper? So scraper. You can use, just let, let it set for a while, and then I'll sand your face. It's I've been, even got a setting spray. It's been a long few weeks for us, let's be honest. What with surgery and moving house, and now crouching in the dust. It's been oh, glorious. Hey, w- one more thing to mention. This is quite a big story uh, in the last few weeks. Netflix has announced that it's going to tackle video games. Have you seen that? What? The, the stri- Wait. What? Shh, quieter. What? Now with less echo. What? Now with more echo. What? <laughs> So Netflix genuinely uh, have said that they're going to wander into the world of gaming. Now, Amazon are already doing it because they're developing their own games. Netflix, the only thing that Netflix have done really with gaming that you and I watched was, remember that thing called Bandersnatch, Mm. which was the Charlie Brooker thing, and Mm. you could sit there with your remote control and it would say, choose your option. And and if you pressed a button, it would show you one path of the film, etc. That was their first ever kind of foray into gaming they're going to start by kind of having little things on your phone developing their own games maybe having some streaming stuff in the actual hey netflix, netflix if you're looking for two podcasters or commentators you know we're, we're here to we're do here. what we're to play free. their games we're cheap what we're not cheap no well. not now that the tiles need to be fixing no. what have you done then what have you done i've then? got mascara on my arm they ain't gonna pay us for anything maybe i can get a makeup artist what for the podcast they can't see you no on netflix when they oh, employ us I don't think they will. But, but what do you think about that? They're making games? I mean, they've done so much in the world of TV. I suppose it's only natural that streaming think, games is I becoming more... I think it's more... exciting. I think it's really exciting. I've always said, though, this is the way... This is, this is the future now, because... What, streaming games? 
Yeah, because, you know, it's just like news, you know, you used to have to, and, and anything really, like episodes of things, you used to have to wait until a certain time to mm. get it. Now everything's on demand. So, you know, when you've got Netflix and you've got all those movies and films just at the touch of a button, why not add gaming as well? And I suppose if you're already subscribed and it gets you that on top, mm-hmm. it's a little bit like Amazon because they have obviously Amazon Prime for video yep. and also the delivery stuff that yep. they do. But then the video that comes along with Amazon Prime, if you also got games on top of that, people would just think, well, I'm getting so much. Why wouldn't I pay 10 I mean, Netflix has its own little button on the controller now. Isn't that the best advertising of all time? Having a Netflix button. It's right next to you, actually. It's also, no, but this is a new controller, right? It's got Netflix, YouTube, Disney Plus and Prime Video all on the controller. It never used to be like that before. That's advertising right there, don't you think? That's good, though. And the fact that they are venturing into gaming must be some indication that gaming is doing really, really well at the moment, especially Jeez, during, um, you know, the pandemic. Lots, you know, sales have, have rocketed. So I think Netflix have seen kind of an opportunity there and thought, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Well, we'll follow this as it develops in the next few weeks. <laughs> we just got a quick couple of messages. Our Go friend on. Jono, right? Oh, Jono. Jono Brine, who Ex- we used to work explain with. Explain how we used to know him. Uh, when I used to do the radio, uh, Jono used to be my producer. And Lee used to sit behind me and annoy me. No, no, no. no. Hang on. <laughs> I'm explaining listen, the story. No, no, listen to this, right? So Jono and Chris were two little geeks that used to like hang out all the time. They used to like, you know, get into mischief at Radio Lincolnshire. Mm. And then when Chris first arrived, I said to Jono, who is that? Mm-mm. I want a piece of that hot trotter. You did actually say that, yeah. Go find out. Go, go on. Go find out if he's got a girlfriend. So off Jono went and he came back and went, oh, I'm really sorry, Lee, but yeah. I was like, <laughs> all right, book's closed Bye. next. On to the next one. No, joking. Uh, well, Jono <laughs> has just bought a Nintendo Switch. Has he? Yeah, he queued up outside the shop. Uh, queued up why i don't know i'm sure you can just, sure you can just go and order it off of amazon or they're, they're very readily available jolly um and i said i'll get zelda and he's got that mario kart as well and moto gp 18 so he's obviously a big racing fan does he like it yeah he loves it but i think you see the switch people are turning to the switch the sales for games in terms of the charts everything is the switch and then the only thing that's breaking in is ghost of tsushima the director's cut everything else in the chart is switch 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 again it's because it's just so good to be able to take something whilst traveling whilst traveling on the go you know and there's no not really that many playstation xbox games at right now although there's been a few out recently that we'll cover in our next episode we're going to do like a monster episode next time because we've been sitting on loads of games reviews like absolutely loads of them but i can't believe he actually bought one and he doesn't like to spend money does he he's so tight he's like my dad (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Also, Duzzy Byte on Twitter uh, has said that uh, they're playing Infamous on the PlayStation 3 and going back and replaying it again. A lot of people going back to older games, hence probably why they're re releasing them. I was just about to say that. <laughs> and James on Twitter says, I'm playing Hades, which is that uh, Are you like- game of the year, won all the prizes, and now they've just brought it to PlayStation 5 as well. So loads of people playing Hades. Although you didn't like it because it's not your kind of... You no. don't like the top-down view, do you? They're too little, is what you say. I like to be in deep. <laughs> what are you playing at the moment? House-moving, real-life house-moving simulator. No, I've still got to finish Little Nightmares 2. You've been sitting on that for too long now. No, it's because we haven't got a TV on the wall. Where's the PlayStation anyway? It's in that box. <laughs> you know, we need... No, I can't do it if we can't go... Anyway, 
So I'm going, are you telling me to go and set up the telly? Yeah, could you? Hang on, can we... Sque- I mean, you've, you've got an hour before your next shift, so can you squeeze it in there? I've got to do some DIY before... I've got to go, get, I've got to go do my hair now. Can I squeak the table as a sign out? No, you can't. It'll hurt everybody's ears. But the tiles are coming get, up. Get going with the TV. Hang on, hang on. Oh. Oh. Sorry, everyone. Bye. They're organised, industrious and hungry. But in the undergrowth, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Empires of the Undergrowth is a fast-paced ant colony management game developed by Slug Disco Studios. Underground, you build your nest, construct tunnels and store food. On the surface, your ants claim territory, gather resources and clash with other colonies. Head to thenakedscientist.com forward slash empires game for more. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.